0: when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone, for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-10. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hello? Hi. Chris. Uh, hi. this is... Oh,
1: hey, 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 hey. Thanks for getting back to me. Listen, yeah, how uh, you doing? Thank you. It got back to you. Well, I'm getting, I told you guys, I've got the thing in my closet right now. I can't tell if it's a raccoon or a groundhog or a possum, but it's big. It's fucking angry. I've got a rope around his neck, like on a stick, on a pole, or a stick like this, but he's snarling back at me like this, and I think it's got fucking rabies. I don't want fucking rabies and the goddamn virus at the same time. So can you hold uh, it right now with the cage and get it out for me?
0: Hello? Uh,
1: yeah, um... I, 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 I'm a little... I'm yeah, fine, this is... That's this what you people the, do.
0: This, this is the, the animal shelter. Th- 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 no, 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 this is Joe. Right? I've been texting you to get a tour story through Mark. Oh, you're uh, the guy that's been bothering, bothering you. you, you yeah, yeah, and oh, I told no. you, I told you I wasn't interested in that thing, man. I Are you, you were the sure? Shelter.
1: No, 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 but, but don't, don't fucking bother me, please,
0: okay? John. Okay, well, you seemed interested uh, last time we talked. Are you there? Hey! You might know Creed Bratton from his character in The Office, Creed Bratton, but more importantly, he was the guitarist for the Grassroots. He toured the world, where he experienced plane crashes, dog attacks, and onstage acid trips. He even learned the original purpose of the Merkin. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories.
1: All right. Joe, I had a band. I didn't have a band. I was in a band in uh, 1964, 1965 in Europe called the Young Californians. Uh, Greg Fitzpatrick and uh, Lee Zimmerman. Uh, We were a folk trio. I played uh, steel string acoustic. Greg played nylon string and Leroy played banjo. We met in Munich uh, in 64. We traveled all the way down through Europe. And I uh, ended up in Gibraltar. We uh, got on a ferry that took us over to Tangiers. I had my life threatened a couple of times in Tangiers. And uh, we had hitched to Tripoli, Libya. And we met some people that worked for the Mobile Oil Company, Americans. And there was the a whole American community there. So they got us a job. They talked to some people at the casino, at the big theater there in Tripoli. And we opened up for a Parisian dance group. And that was the first time I saw a Merkin, which is, uh, you know, the Merkin. For you people out there, a Merkin is a fake pubic hair t- toupee for women, you know, when they're dancing in, in their pants. So, they, to, you know, it's it, it for the men to look at. And they would just put them on while we were there. And that was... Uh, that's that's not the scary part. But the, the, the thing that happens after that is they told us they gave us some big sticks and said, "Now be very careful coming walking back to where we live because you have to walk back these back roads." And they told us we might run into some dogs. It was the third night after the show, and we played there for for a couple of weeks actually doing this show. So the third night, we're coming back and we've got our guitars and stuff and we're walking back, and they they let us stay at their place. All of a sudden we hear this growling and we turned around and there was a pack of dogs around us. So I can still remember the sound of our, of our cases hitting, banging into each other as we got back to back and literally we fought for our lives. And I'm a, I'm a dog lover, but I was swinging that stick and breaking ribs and smacks and noses and gouging eyes and we, we fought, we fought to stay alive. All right, Joe. Yeah. Moving on to the grassroots. 1967. We we were booked to play Pensacola. We were. It's at Pensacola down in the in the panhandles of Florida. They had not paid close attention to the contract. It said two shows. We thought we would do an early show, take a break, and come back with a new audience. Well, no they said, okay, now we're going to get in a plane and fly you to the other show. We said, no, no, we're not. <laughs> we're, 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 this is a one, one place, one establishment show. And they said, no, 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 look at the contract. And we, we waited, we delayed, we called our manager in LA. He said, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you're going to have to do this. So they t- drove us a car, and they already had a back line for us there. We just took, uh, he took his hi-hat and his cymbal, and we carried our guitars and our bass got on this little tiny plane and we're flying to the the town i don't even remember the town we're flying along and it comes up yeah copy that uh you'll see a amber light at the north end of the runway and a yellow light at the uh, south end of the runway well he starts to come down and land like this and i see a red and a green light and i go uh, excuse me, I said, that, that, that's not the color of what he just said. He turns around and points at my finger and says, you play guitar, I'll fly the plane. He was a big guy, big rough guy, you know. I said, okay, fine. And we were high, you know. <laughs> but, so, but, I, but I knew deep down that, that something was very wrong. All of a sudden, we hit the runway. There's shit and crap and debris all over the, the runway. We hit something and we go off into a canal. And the plane is like at a 45 degree angle in the canal and the lights are shining out from the plane. We see all these eyes and and I go, Oh my God. And Warren goes alligators. And I went, Yep. And he said, Oh my God. He said, Well, don't get on the canal. I said, No fucking ride. We're not getting in the canal. We're not climbing the canal. We climbed up the wing and we got off the plane and we're, we're hanging there on the side and we're going, well, what's going to happen? All of a sudden at the top, of this hill, we see all these military jeeps with guys with guns and dogs. And they come down the hill and they're pissed at us. We had landed at a restricted military airbase and crashed in a canal with alligators. So they arrest us and they suddenly put our hands behind us and put us in handcuffs and they impound the plane. They put us in a brig. And then, then we're, we, we called our lawyer and we called our manager and he, he explained to him what was going on. And they found out that we were the grassroots, not terrorists. They kept the the, the pilot. He, he didn't get out. And then we took a taxi for like an hour and a half. I mean, we might as well have been a rap band. We arrived so late to this show. <laughs> All right. This is probably the second time the Grassroots played the Fillmore uh, in San Francisco. We flew up from L.A. We went to the Fillmore. We had the sound check. Ricky, the drummer and I, Ricky Kuntz, he's not with us anymore. We'd like to go to to People's Park and there was all these people there playing hand drums and congas and stuff like that bongos and they we'd come there and we'd smoke a joint you know with them and we'd play so we were playing there and uh, and just you know get not getting crazy you know just having a couple of hits off this joint and all of a sudden we get we hear a honk and it's the tour manager's guys we got to go we got to get to the show and get dressed and stuff as we were walking to the, to the car we saw this young girl come up and this is uh, this is the 60s, and this is the, year, the summer of love. And she's in a gingham dress, and she's got toe rings on, and she's got a little decal of a flower on her cheek. And she looks up, and she had beautiful, like, you know, corn blue eyes like this. She opened her hand, and she said, for you. And in, in it was a little piece of white paper with a blue dot. Now, I had just read the week before the Newsweek article, and I knew it was Osley acid. And I went, Oh, I this acid. She said, For you. Again. So you know, just once was not enough. So I we I took it and and gave and, and, and she she gave one to Ricky. As we were walking to the to the car, I went, Oh, I took it down. We got in the car and we're heading to the gig and she and he said, That was really nice. And I said, Yeah, she was really sweet. And he said, We should take this after the show. And I went, Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> We're tuning up in the dressing room, and uh, I was getting my, my Chinese uh, outfit on, which I had these big, baggy white pants and the Nehru shirt that went down like this. It's typical uh, flower power stuff back like in the 60s, and the beads and stuff. We look good. We look we looked very hippie. We're walking on stage. And now, grassroots. All of a sudden, the acid starts coming on. And I looked down at my hands. I had this moment where I saw colors coming through my hands. And in between my hands, I saw these vortexes of energy coming back. So I start moving my hands. I was God's concertina player. I'm playing this instrument. I'm looking like this. My guitar neck looked like I could bend it like a big rubber fish. And I hear, Creed, play. I hear Bill Graham going, play, play. God damn it! Play, and I'm going wah wah wah. I grab the guitar, and I don't want to play because I'm a, I'm in a different place. I'm not in the musical place at this time. I'm in I'm in a psychedelic world. So I look up and I start to play the dar, 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 the opening notes for Live for the Day. I look around at, at the speakers back there, and I see the notes come out of the speakers like cartoon notes. And they come out like this on on the, the staff paper. They fall off the staff paper and they break. I go, oh, poor notes. And so I saunter over there. I'm down on my hands and knees with my guitar banging on the ground, scooping up the notes. I'm trying to put them back into the speaker. And they're just going, play, play. I look around. I can't play. So. I did the next best thing. I, I never wore underwear back in the 60s and 70s. I just I just dropped my pants and a little blue, you know, let that pony dance, I said, you know. And I'd heard it pays to advertise, you know, but no one found it amusing at all. They were just looking like this poor fucking guy, you know. And I wandered off and I started pontificating to the, the crew. They'd heard this story before, the meaning of life. We had to go back and make up the show. We had to fly back up the next week, and Bill Graham never spoke to me after that. That's the story of my acid trip in Fillmore, Joe. Da da and good night. Thank you.
0: Thanks, for Creed for the story. Tune to our next episode with Perry Shaw, the T-Shirt King. Gah. T-Shirt King. Shirts. Check us out at ruinousmedia.com. .com Slash t stars.
1: She's a chanchu toad but she's still a frog She got no teeth Lives under a log Oh, my little chanchu She rose from the depth At the dawn of time Found her in a well Released her in the sky Oh, my little chanjo toy Got the big dipper Down her spine and cool with her hair dyed black she's mine all mine
0: Damn.